Hello everyone and welcome to an apotheosis of a one mass episode number uh, 68 I think yes 68 um, I hope you're all well barring technical difficulties this should be going all right is Scott there by the way yes I am oh thank goodness for that <laughs> just gonna let you sweat it out for a bit I just couldn't even hear you breathing or anything I was cacking my pants I've been practicing my ninja skills Oh, and your ninja skills are rather good. You are a Jedi, a ninja. <laughs> well, I have a mute button. That's the main thing. Ah. Uh, other than that. You've got a cough <laughs> button as well. Uh, okay. Um. So, yeah. We're, we're live. And it's weird. It's cool. It's scary, though. I always cack my pants at this. Well, the big pressure is the editing. There's no option to really... Well, you can edit it, I guess, before it's released. But yeah. there are people seeing the raw, unedited version... I know, and that's kind of, kind of scary as well. <laughs> but you know, we'll we'll muster through. Um, well, what we got today? Uh, I've got a couple of stories for you. Uh, you've got a a, a list of sorts. Yeah. Yes, a list of sorts. Um, we've also got a phone number if anyone wants to phone in or if you want to Skype in. Now you have to bear in mind if I turn around and uh, say, "Hang on a minute, everything's going tits up. Just everyone hold your horses." Then you know that I'm I'm sorting through it, and we're getting there. You know, just give me five seconds, because it's it's quite hard. I've got so many windows open at the moment as well. If you do Skype in, you're gonna want to mute your uStream broadcast because you'll get an echo effect. Yeah, it's I, just uh, it took just me a couple of times to actually mute mine as well. It came on and then went off and came on and then it just looped and looped and it's our oh, horror show. But I hope hopefully everyone enjoyed the the blast from the past just before then <laughs> which are quite cool <laughs> and a uh, Tony Hart or Heartbeat I think it was the gallery music that used to be on the Heartbeat uh, did you ever see that at all uh, no. no it was an arts and graft sort of thing with Morph um, a plasticine man who used to run around <laughs> on the table Aww. and they used to have people um, send in their pictures and I always try to get my pictures sent in and onto the gallery and that was like the height of fame at around about 5.15 of an evening and I, I never got on there. I sent loads of stuff in there. But you know the thing was it was different because I, I was thinking a little bit about that with some of the contests they have on Disney Channel and they had um, oh you could something yourself. You took a picture and and I, I don't know what um, you were backyarding yourself or and furbing yourself or something like that but you would take a picture the kids could go online they can doctor it up and then um, if you watched it was either Nickelodeon or Disney mm -hmm. you might see your your thing shown between but it's just different because when we used to watch shows in the 80s and Mikey's 70s and, and even early 90s it was not 300 channels <laughs> and, and not on 24 hours a day of kids programming so like you knew you watched Saturday morning you know 9 to 11 you'd see those shows and if you were going to be selected it would be on then yeah. you don't have to worry about having you know, oh what if they show me between the 6pm and, and 6.02 slot so it's, yeah. it's tough to enter those kind of things then even know if you won or not in, in the um, early 90s let's go for then how many channels did you have at your fingertips just um, 
no cable or anything like that, or is cable plumbed into absolutely everywhere now? Well, let's see. I guess uh, my family did not get cable television until probably around uh, the mid '80s, and even that, we we didn't have movie channels and stuff like that. We just had like a handful more. So maybe maybe 50 or 60 you got with cable, but your primary television was still. Um, for us, it's two through two through thirteen. Mm-hmm. There's your VHF channels, and then you have a handful of like fifty nine or forty seven, randomly scattered throughout. Uh, uh, I did not in college; didn't have cable, so really only had about thirteen channels, fourteen channels. Um, thirteen or fourteen channels—that's ridiculous. We had four. That's shocking. Well, there's well, you had the, the equivalent of our networks, basically. Yeah, yeah, we, right, yeah, we have ABC, NBC, CBS, and then Fox kind of came on and and hung. You know, first it was only certain hours of the day; it was really a network, and then it it slowly has has developed into kind of a, a full time channel. And then you had um, what would I guess be local stations that uh, because I live in in like a large metropolitan area you know new york city would have its channel 9 wwor which was not a network and no real serious programming it was just kind of local news and and um you know elvira and godzilla movies and things like that Mm. and i then they tried the upn there were a couple it was uh the wb it's it's all just letters really isn't it yeah they all they tried different networks they've really kind of failed but you know we had the the f- three or four major networks PBS which is uh, Sesame Street and public broadcasting mm-hmm. and then the rest you know I, I don't know what when you when I say we had thirteen channels I guess we really didn't because you would have two four and seven there would be no channel three there would be no channel six so may, maybe we had more like six six or seven channels in that range and a couple of the higher end. <laughs> like Star Trek three hours a day kind of channels. Oh God. Oh God, no. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Blake Seven on there and I used to watch old Doctor Who's on there. Oh right, okay, cool. But uh trying to think what else. The one the one uh well <laughs> the one. Black Adder used to be on there. And something about a, a shop, like a uh, open all hours. Could be. Was it one of the, the usual misfit, absent-minded shop owner, and then an elderly woman who's kind of the straight one. Oh, I might and not be that then. Silly crew. Benny Hill used to be on all the time for that too. Oh right, okay. Well, mm. yeah, I, 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 I kind think of remember. Being served. I think that is. Oh, that that one. Oh, okay, fair enough. Right. Well, moving on from that. Um, this week, let's go for this week. Um, I ended up with Black Ops. Guessing, how'd you think about that? Have you got it yet? By the way, no, no. It's, we've definitely uh, held out. My son is just starting to to be allowed to play those kind of games, so yeah. we're trying to make it that you know you show patience. You don't impulsively go and buy the game the day it comes out. <laughs> yeah, I I held off for the longest possible time, and then sorry, I thought, oh, I've got to get it, and. Ended up buying it, and 
I think I lasted about two hours and then the Xbox did the old red ring of death on me. And I was like, why have I got this poxy Xbox? But I managed to fix it by overheating it again with the towel trick. <laughs> and then it went all a bit peculiar again. But it's it's okay. Touch wood. So we're good at the moment, sir. But it's it's a must-have, the game? Um... I haven't played the game itself. I've just been on the multiplayer, and that's where it is oh. for me, to be honest. So yeah, well, that's that's what will force us to play eventually. Is when all Jay's friends or the yeah, I don't actually I haven't played with people very much. I'll do just random public games because I usually am playing at odd hours. Yeah, but uh, as everyone migrates to a new game, we'll have to get it too. Oh, cool, excellent. Um, also, on the Facebook uh, page that we have, hang on, let me just bring it up here. I was, I've been playing on there. Yeah, and I've noticed you've been like <laughs> running havoc on there, haven't you? But there was um, my God, you've already put stuff on there again. Anyway, I have. Uh, did you see the Japanese movie that I put up? Yes, I that did. I found from tsh underscore Matt on Twitter. Uh, it's like a holographic Japanese pop star. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. It's horrible. I, it's basically a concert. I. There's no news around this thing, but it's just a, a concert with a big holographic manga figure dancing mm-hmm. around. And people go mental in the crowd with like their glow sticks. And there's a real-life band playing away, and you've got this hologram just prancing around. It's the biz- most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Well, there's a real-life singer somewhere who's totally forsaken her chance at superstardom. <laughs> I don't know if it's because... She's physically deformed or, or has low self-esteem issues or or what the case might be, but she's decided rather than be the front woman for this band, she'll let a avatar take her place. Really? Is this the future? I don't, I don't know. Well, the gorillas are kind of like that. That's the band that's like a, the cartoon yeah. musicians. So I hear when you go to one of their concerts, they basically broadcast the cartoon on the screen and they play behind the curtain. That's so weird. I just that's not really going to a concert. It's not it's more going to a a movie really, isn't it? Yeah. With someone playing the organ in the background. You might as well go to a silent <laughs> movie and someone with a big organ just go do 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 in the background. Da, it's weird. <laughs> I also noticed that you put on a um a Star Wars figure. This was brilliant. Yes, there's a a pregnant Padme Amidala. <laughs> Padme Skywalker, I guess it is. I'm just wondering I, about I, it. I, I think it's real. I don't know. There, there's so many of these photoshops around. Well, where it comes from is uh, a collection of the ten worst action figures ever. Yeah. And at least six of the other ten I know for sure are real. Mm. So I'm I'm inclined to think it's real. Because even if it's photoshopped, the doll itself is in the picture. You know, it's one thing if they had the case, but uh, I'm just hoping that there's twins inside her and you actually get to give birth. There's a Barbie doll like that. That was actually number one on. Was it number one? No, that was number one on the twelve coolest Barbie dolls ever. What? It's a Barbie doll that's pregnant, and oh. you can take the stomach off, and there's a little baby inside. Oh, that's gross. That's oh, that is hideous. 
I know, I guarantee if I got that from my daughter, I'd find bits of that baby and bits of that <laughs> mum lying around. I'd find her stomach halfway up the stairs. That is, oh. Ah. Does it come with I'll real find... blood as well? No, no, it's it's all, you know, barbatized, we'll call it. I'll find the link and put it in the uh, chat room. Is it like um, uh, Mr. Potato Head, where it's got, like, the... The skinny, normal Barbie, and then in her belly button, you push into her pregnant belly. Uh, there's a uh, there's a couple of videos of it. Ooh. Barbie's friend Midge with pregnant tummy and baby. That's gross. Let's see. We can... Uh, I'm not sure what to put there. It's pulled from Walmart after customers... Oh, I have to read this, actually. This is from 2002. Uh, USA Today, 2002. The pregnant doll was pulled from Walmart's shelves after customers complained. She's Barbie's oldest friend, happily married and visibly pregnant with her second child, and some parents think she's a little too real for their children. The pregnant version of Midge, which pops out a curled-up baby when her belly is opened, has been pulled from the Walmart shelves across the country following complaints from customers. It was just that customers had a concern about having a pregnant doll said Walmart spokesman Cynthia Ilk. She said the entire Happy Family set, which includes a pregnant Midge, husband Alan, three-year-old son Ryan, have been pulled from the shelves. That's gross. They should have a divorced Barbie as well, and you have to split the house down down the centre, and someone gets a TV, and Barbie gets the chest of drawers. Well, you know, it's it's funny. I had the... Uh, most popular Barbies kind of queued up earlier today and I just uh, if I were to try to find the link it'll take me forever I know yeah but <laughs> but there if you do a search of uh, pregnant Barbie Midge M-I-D-G-E uh, you get a whole bunch of articles about it and like I said apparently there's a couple of YouTube dolls and there's you know some of them are used some there's a couple of YouTube videos that use the doll some of them I'm sure are uh, a little hokey but a couple of reviews and that's mental that's actually mental <laughs> there was anyway. a board meeting somewhere in on this planet that said do you know what we need we need a pregnant dolly to hand out to millions of kids. And have removable babies. Oh, it's almost bad as pissing and shitting babies as well, isn't it? Yeah, when you think about it, what's actually going on with those dolls? Yeah, it's pretty gross. Oh, oh, oh! They they can push it so far. You'll have like really mature. No, I'm not even, not gonna go there. I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> I'm not gonna go too far. Should we move on to well, something else? <laughs> yeah, it, before you go too far, I mean, it's not a graphic thing. It's it's a little, it's a little freaky, little plastic uh, nub of a of a doll. Yeah. It's a tiny doll inside a bigger doll. I put a little video review up in the chat room there, and we'll put it up on the. It's not like a Russian doll, is it? You know, the doll inside the doll inside the doll. No, no, it's not one of those. Okay, cool. <laughs> Okay, fair oh, enough. Post on Twitter. I'll we'll have to put them on Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah. Stick them on Twitter. They don't go into the U- Ustream uh, chat room for some reason. Ah. God knows why. 
All right. Well, I'm not actually logged into Twitter at the moment. We'll we'll put it up though. Yeah. Well, I wanted to hit a new segment, if you don't mind. We we don't sure. normally get many emails at all, but we've actually got an email, and I was looking for a um, a jingle for this as well, and I'm going to play it out now. Now, it's everyone in the UK will recognise this. Hopefully, if you're around watching the TV around about 97, 98, I suppose. It's from a... Well, well let, let me play it anyway first. It's your letters, it's your letters, it's your letters, it's your letters. It's the letters section, yay! <laughs> now that song, it was done by Reef on oh, TFI Friday, and they asked them to do a jingle. And I've been searching the internet for this for ages and ages because I personally I want to nick this because this this show hasn't been on since 2005 I suppose maybe even before that 2002 and if someone from Reef or if uh, Chris Evans or Ginger Productions want to come to me and say no you're not allowed to use it then okay that's fine we'll sit down and have a chat and then I'll stop using it but for letters. That's the jingle. So, let's move on to the first letter. <laughs> okay, okay, right. It's from Matt. The actual um, email was titled Frog the Door. And it says, Hello, Scott and Elton. Really enjoying the podcast, blah, blah, blah. Been a fan for a while. Started on Rethinking Lost and stayed for the bombast. Uh, when you guys were talking about Xbox games... Oh, oh, balls. My screen just went blank. There we go. When you were talking about Xbox games, it made me want to send you a copy of the Xbox indie game I made a while back. And he sent a link, and I'll post that on. Where shall I post that? On the show notes. On everything. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere. Uh, it's. It said, check it out. Uh, it's in the se- section of the marketplace. Um, apparently, there's a, a marketplace where you can just do indie games and put them up. It, the game is actually called Aloysius Pixel. Uh, and had a bit of success in the UK after it was on the Independent Charles show. So he says, thank you very much for the show, and keep up the good work. So thank you very much, Matt. See, I've, I haven't dived into the, the background of like the Xbox or anything like that. I don't know if anyone else knows, are there like indie places where you can get games and retro games and arcade games? I don't know. Uh, I, I know there's part of the... Marketplace, you can buy official, you know, EA sports stuff and and some of the other major Activision produced games and such. And then there's a, a section where you can have uh, independent things. But you know, not knowing a source, not getting an email like this, I would be reluctant to get something unless someone told me it was you know really good. But yeah. I mean, I'll certainly uh, look into this game. It sounds pretty cool. There's a, a YouTube video. He, he gives us a link to the YouTube. I'll stick that up in the show notes as well. And it looks quite good, actually. It looks... Uh, what was it across between? It looks like a, a, a platform puzzler. Like, a bit like Mario, a bit like Citadel, the old, old mm-hmm. game on the BBC Micro, I think it was. Um, yeah, it looks good. So I'm, I'm going to be trying it out later on. You know, the idea of, of coding computer... Pro- coding computer programs or creating video games and all that's one of those things that to me it's it's like a missed opportunity that i had you know it's you know i'm certainly not going to learn it now yeah i would have would have liked to 
you know, if I had time and, and resources and all. But I mean, there's a um, a group probably more your age or even younger who that was the in the end thing at that time, and they've you know they've learned to do a whole bunch of things. And as time goes by, I'm going to be more of a uh, a buyer than a creator. Where like back with when the uh, TI-99 4A and the uh, the original Macintosh and actually before the original Macintosh, when things were still in DOS and people were writing in BASIC and it was like a a big deal if you knew another language besides BASIC. Yeah. Like I, you... I actually was kind of on pace for a while, but then uh, it all just blew right past me and I have no hope of doing that now. <laughs> Did you ever get the magazines where you had the lists of code in them? Definitely, I remember yeah. my dad's... We had an Acorn Electron, which was like the BBC microcomputer, or on par with it, or just a notch down from it. And I remember my dad just sitting there for hours and hours, days and days, just typing out this code and then recording it to um, cassette. And then turn the computer off, go back the next day, copy out from there. And then you'd have like one of these uh, choose-your-own-adventure games where you had to yep. type north, pick up this, pick up that. And... Yep. But if there was the slight, you know, oh, a semicolon is supposed to be a colon, or I'm missing a, a letter somewhere, it was so painful to have to go back and and error check. Yeah, you got to go through thousands of lines of code just to find yeah. it. But then yeah. you'd record it on a cassette recorder. Yeah, <laughs> and but that's how you'd store it. Kids have got it so easy now. It it sounds stupid. Even the the grown-ups got it easy with like the Xboxes, Playstations, and. Well, what was the first? graphic interface computer used was it the amiga where you would mouse over something and click as opposed to oh actually using a mouse wanted. yeah it's got to be the amiga yeah yeah I, I had one of the original microwave oven looking macintoshes before that but then uh that was 80 maybe was it 87 and then in 89 i had an amiga cool but that was really i guess right before windows really exploded with with their graphics. Mm. Mega was blinding though. And you had to buy the half gig around to stick underneath as well. Just <laughs> yeah, reminiscing about that. that. <laughs> okay, cool. Big and clunky. Uh news that we've had this week as well. Did you see the rocket that took off in America that no one uh, That's not could a rocket. To? Yeah. yeah, it's not a rocket, <laughs> it's an optical illusion, it's a plane coming towards you. Yeah. Any thoughts on that at all? Is it a rocket? I, I think it's a rocket, to be honest. I don't know. I'm inclined. I'm in a very like uh, skeptic mode lately because I've been talking to Jay a lot about UFOs, and we live right by an airport. And I look up every once in a while, and I see that bizarre light configuration that you see in all these UFO videos, and yeah. I know it's an airplane, or it's an airplane with no sound. <laughs> like, well, I know it's an airplane. It's just, you know, the physics work out that way. Like, you see the lights and the plane is far away. You don't hear the sound. Yeah. But, uh, so I, I'm inclined to think it's, yes, it looks like a um, a rocket, but I don't think it is. You don't? I believe. Ah. Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll go with you on that. I believe it's a rocket and someone's just covering. I think there was a, a submarine and someone lent on something. And oh, oh, balls! What have we done? Abort! And, abort! Abort! Yeah, oh, all just of let sudden, it go. We'll all of a sudden, this big dirty rockets in the air. And, okay, who was that? Um, uh, it, it was me. Sorry. 
Well, you know what? I, I think I've said it before. It's it's the people who are just ridiculous with the things that they champion and complain who undermine the credibility of these things you want to believe in. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, you'll see that the video of the possible rocket on a web page with things that you know are fake or being misinterpreted. And you're like, oh, you know, well, <laughs> four of the other five things are, you know, that's not an alien spacecraft and that's not a alien baby and that's not a mutant werewolf. That's probably not a rocket then either. You know, it's yeah, it, because it, it's, the, if it's a handful of people who selectively champion something, I'm more inclined to, to give it credit. But again, with, with 900 cable channels, I mean, our history channel, our discovery channel, um, a number of things that are supposedly scientific have some really silly, like chasing down the Sasquatch <laughs> or a dinosaur lives in Southern Texas. Like, no, no, I don't think it does. And yeah, I'm sure if there was like a Sasquatch or uh, a UFO or anything like that, there would have been a picture by now in the last, even the last five years. Only because everything has got CCTV, uh, everyone's got a, a camera on their phone now. Some aren't great, but they're still there, aren't they? And this rocket was taken, uh, the actual footage of it was taken by a uh, roving reporter in a helicopter, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And so you've got so many of them flying around and you know it, it's getting harder and harder to cover this sort of guff up and obviously no one wanted you to see this rocket take off yet they have and now someone's sitting on their hands going nope we haven't done anything you you can't put it on us but you know we've got footage of a dirty big rocket taking off nope wasn't a rocket it's an airplane coming towards you no, yeah but not. there's there's enemies of those people who would be perfectly happy to sit there and go did you see they launched a rocket did you hear what they said they claim it's just an airplane <laughs> They would discredit that the same way uh, someone is is trying so hard to cover this up. Well, it could be someone covering up, say, this is going mental, but North Korea drove all the way around the world, parked outside California, and let a rocket off. Would the American public want to know that? Yes, they would. But would mm-hmm. the government want them to know that North Korea have just driven, parked outside your house, and then fired a big rocket? No, they wouldn't. I just, I the I just feel like it, it, it's not like years ago where literally a handful of people would know the truth. Here, you'd have um, and and where people would be quiet because they were told to be quiet, like in the fifties and sixties. You know, where you, you were threatened or or told you had to do it, and you just kind of believed it. Now, someone, someone who would know the truth will sell their story. Hmm. And they might end up being discredited and and be made to look foolish, but it's there would be someone who escaped the reach of the cover up who would go out and be like, yeah, my uh, brother in law works for the navy, and you know he said they were on red alert for three hours after that, and like someone would say something, or there's people, there's so many people who who create something out of nothing that there would be. A surge in an activity, or you know, an important interview would have been canceled by the commander of a base, or just something. There would have been some things that would make more people question it. Yeah, I suppose. See, it has been brushed under the carpet as well, hasn't it? 
Well, do you know who uh, Bob Lazar is? He's the guy who claims he worked at Area 51. I, it, it sounds like a generic name that I should know anyway. Well, he's he's the one guy who claims he worked there and, and uh, he gave all these interviews and he claimed he had pay stubs showing that he was uh, uh, he worked there, but that he didn't have this background he was claiming because the government had like wiped away his any records of his uh, school and um, it's <laughs> it's just crazy. Emma's asking if she can uh, can call in definitely definitely call in and, and chip in. Yeah, if you want, Skype in on Ultimate Manus or. Use the number that's in the chat room, I think. Whatever you want to do. Right, hang on a minute. I've got to sort this out. Du, 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 du. Are you there, Emma? I'm here, mate. You right? Yeah, hang on a sec. <clears throat> hang on. Um, I've forgotten how to do this now. How do I make it into a conference call? Stand by your beds. Start. Oh, there it is. Hang on. Here we go. Right. Oh, there's got to be an easier way of doing this and pressing this button. And then, where's your number? Balls. Have I broken the world? I've, mm, <laughs> I'd like to say no. But, but I have. <laughs> hang on, I, I saw your name or your number. I, mm, hang on a sec. Scott's saying he's been dropped from the call on the chat room. Yeah, he, he has been dropped. I've got him. And then I've got to add him to the conference. Ah. Oh. And then I've got to add you, but you're on a number. Wonders of live radio. I think everyone says that when they're ballsing up severely, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> you should be in here. <laughs> right, okay. Tell you what, phone us back, and then okay. you should be in my conference thing. Okay, I'll call you straight back. All right. Cheers. Thanks. There he is. Hello. Hello there. So I had the show muted, so I didn't know. I thought maybe you got punted, and I was just talking to myself for a while. Then there was that awkward bit of, yeah, I think I'm the one who's doing nothing, but no. I'm being recorded. And then I didn't know what to do. And It's really bizarre. I don't know how to get two people to come in at the same time. But I've I had it before, need, though. You need to call Emma, now that oh, you okay. have her number. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah, I'll give her a, I'll give her a bell then. She's not in my thing though. Ah, here we go. Let's do that. And then let's stick you in there as well. I'm and here, I hear you. I could be phoning some random person. No, it's dropped off. Balls. <laughs> well, go ahead. Let Emma call. I'll sit and listen. Yeah, okay. All right then. All right, Emma, go ahead and call back in. I, I can't even remember what we're talking about now. I've been so thrown off now. You think the Americans launched a rocket? You're buying into the propaganda. Right, Emma, you're there. I'm here. Oh my god, I'm going to have a flipping Yay! <laughs> murder. What can I do for you anyway? Oh no, I was just, I wanted to wade in on the discussion you guys are having about this missile launch and this bloke who purports to work at Area 51. Yeah. Um, I mean, today, I mean, literally about 10 minutes before you guys started the, uh, the show. Yeah. We, I watched this program on Civi called um, uh, Fake or Fiction Paranormal Investigation type thing and um, it just it, what they do is they take videos like off YouTube or things that people send them 
and, um, and then they investigate it, you know. But it's things like, you know, this... Um, Oh, I do call it Siffy Scott because that's how, that's how they write it now. Um, it's just the way they purport to investigate it. Like, there was one video on there today where it was like these people walking around the graveyard doing a ghost investigation. And this weird thing kind of passes just out of camera shot by them. And basically, they tried to recreate what they see on the camera. And to me, it looks fairly obvious that it's someone on a vehicle that yeah. they just choose to ignore. Like on a bike or something with a headlight on. But they decided that, all oh, this looks like a bloke on an ATV, you know, one of those, you know, quad bike type things. Yeah. And so they did this whole thing of setting up the camera, and then they drove by it, and they were like, well, this doesn't look like what's on the video. So basically, we're from this, we are eliminating all vehicles. I was like, well, how can you eliminate all vehicles when you haven't tested every vehicle? It's just this kind of... It's just, for me, it's just this sort of tendency to be, you know, to be credulous over being sceptical. Like, their first, their first answer to everything is, well, I can't prove this by using this one method that I've tried for five minutes. So, from that, I can include in all events. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you, they, 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 carry on, yeah. They, they've done this sort of thing on Mythbusters as well with the old moon stuff as well, haven't they? Where they've set up every yeah. every available possibility available to man there, and they've they've shown everything. You know, they definitely did land on the moon, and they definitely did this. But some people are just out just to make a buck yeah. out of this as well, though. Oh yeah, by all means. I mean, this this is what I have a problem with this bloke who reckons he worked at Area Fifty One because I mean. No one's saying there isn't there in 51, and it's obvious that they're testing aircraft there, because I remember watching another thing they have on the Discovery or History Channel called uh, Mystery Quest. Mm. And basically, they were they set up cameras around it to try and uh, to catch what was going on, and they were driving around the perimeter, and then they were like filming saying, oh, look, there's a bloke following us around in a jeep and stuff. Well, of course he is, mate. You're near an airbase. Well, yeah. Which is obviously in, in the middle of nowhere, and obviously people are going to be following you around. They want to know what the hell you're all doing there, watching their airbase. And if they it's have not got... the fact that they, you know, experimental aircraft there, which they probably have, yeah. then, you know, the last thing they want is some randomers, you know, on a long Zoom trying to figure out what they're doing. And then they decide to go up a mountain and then, you know, look down on it. And then they're going, oh, we're getting bodged by helicopters and the jeeps go around the bottom. And I was like, of course there are, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If, if you've got um, ultra-secret airplanes or helicopters or whatever sitting around on an airbase, you don't want, you know, the Russians or, I don't know, the English turning up on with, like, a big telescopic camera and taking pictures out of it. And you, you don't yeah. want people flying over it, taking pictures on it, or on hot air balloons and stuff like that. They're going to be protective, aren't they? Because it's yeah. the most it's technical, advanced place on the earth, like bar NASA. Exactly. It's, it's just, I think that's the thing that bothers me, is the fact that, you know, I've done this one week-ass test to try and prove that it's something paranormal. And from this kind of poor, you know, extremely poor scientific method I've concluded it can't be this is one thing I've tested, so by that it must be something paranormal. Yeah. That really bothers me. And the fact that this missile launch, the first thing when I saw it was, oh, it's an amateur because I mean, you know, like if you watch something again like Mythbusters, the quality of sort of semi pro amateur rocket building mm. is exceptional. People could build and launch something like that quite easily from their back back garden. Yeah, well, did you, know you see I mean? did you see this uh, paper aeroplane that they put into space as well? 
Yeah, I have. They, these people went yeah. to uh, Spain. They attached um, a balloon to a, a paper aeroplane, took pictures out of orbit or as far up as they could get, burst a balloon, and then it flew all the way back down to Earth. Yeah. And this is just some chaps working in a, a warehouse. Yeah, it cost him like 500 quid a go to do it. And I was like, well, if Lisbo can do this for 500 quid, and he's not ringing up, you know, the air, air traffic control and saying, oh, by the way, I'm launching this today. Could you, uh, you know, would you mind not flying a plane anywhere near me? No, he just launched it. And, you know, this is the same thing that this is probably some randomer in the middle of nowhere in America's done. And it's caused a massive fuss, you know. Yeah. So I think there's, that just seems like I don't see why <laughs> from I don't know what it is. People jump straight to, you know, um, rogue missile launched by North Korean sub. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it's like, I don't know if it's a symptom of our times, but it just seems that people, I mean, I'd, I'd like to believe there's, you know, Bigfoot stomping around, you know, a forest in Canada, because that's a cool idea, and cryptozoology is extremely interesting, especially, but... Things like this really just, you know, why jump straight to it's a UFO? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. Now, that's the only thing I wanted to kind of wade in on it. But, you know, because, um, yeah, it just, like, when I was watching that thing, hey, I was like, you know, you've tried about three very kind of poor explanations, and now you're just saying, well, I don't know what it is. It must yeah. be a ghost. You know, yeah. and there's another one of, like, there's a cattle mutilation. Well, I don't know what it is. It must be a UFO. Let's, you know, spend all this money taping this one mountain that you, this bloke said a UFO came from once rather than doing some proper scientific <laughs> experimentation because, you know, people who have the, or aliens who have the ability to cross galaxies in advanced spaceships, the one thing they really want to do is take cows to bits and then fuck off in it. Yeah, you know I, 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 I don't understand that. You know, they, no. they travel all this way and the, all they want to do is rip a cow to pieces and nick a hillbilly. Yeah, I know, poke a redneck. We yeah. didn't learn from that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, th oh, th this dear, species mate. is primitive, isn't it? What Joel doing to me? It's bizarre. <laughs> Mild racism <What>? there. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, I'll, just, I'll, I'll leave you guys to uh, get back to the show. I just wanted to put my pen in about it and uh, say hello and stuff. So, um, no, yeah, thank you very much. Michael Welton. Thank you Love very much. You. Okay, cheers, mate. Thank you very much. All right, sure, bye. Ta-da. Right, Scott should be back in the room now. I'm back. Oh, good stuff. I've been typing quickly and, and furiously, but no one, of course, knows what I was writing unless they're in there. I basically was saying I, I knew the show she was talking about and that, um, yeah, she's absolutely right. <laughs> it's the weak effort. Just And it's, it's so frustrating. I know we've talked about it somewhere before about how when we were younger and you'd watch In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy and they'd show you the Mayan temples and you'd be like, oh, there are pyramids and all around the world and the Bahamas do seem to have this road to Atlantis that goes underwater and you know that Bermuda Triangle stuff you'd kind of buy into it a little bit but now you just get these just tools who <laughs> go down there and they're like well it must be explanation X or Y or it's magic yeah and and let's let's make a half-hearted attempt at X why oh, we don't have the resources for why so certainly no one does and therefore it must be magic <laughs> thank you all right that's it, it takes away your ability to believe in those things because it's just so poorly done and you know you look they look so foolish that they make 
believing in the Loch Ness monster and, and thinking that there might be something just as is a demonstrating the same weak effort that they make. It's not fun believing in it anymore, is it? You know, 20 years ago, looking at pictures of Nessie, it was cool. Oh, is it really under there? Because it's all black and white pictures, like a bit foggy. Maybe could have been a tree. But it was still there to be believed. And now you've got people dredging like the bottom of the Loch Ness just to yeah. find this dinosaur. Okay, fine. If you do end up with this dinosaur in your nets, it's probably going to drown now because you've got it in a big fish net. So what but are you going to do with it now? But even that, I remember watching, you know, pre-1990 when they lined up like 60 fishing boats and they went through Loch Ness and they were going to, you know, try to, the idea was that they would cover the entire lake. And that seemed so cool to me. And I was like, how can the press not be covering this? Or, you know, and then they go through and they get the, <laughs> they do the whole thing and they get that one image that might be a flipper. Mm. But you just kind of believe, you're thinking, oh, all right, well, maybe. And then... Oh, I remember you know, that now, now it's like they're interviewing someone who, yeah, came up and uh, sat down and had a few marshmallows with me and uh, went in the refrigerator, drank a beer, and it was gone. Yeah. Uh, really? Okay, so th- we're giving this – all right, now I just feel stupid. I went to the library with Jay, and they have some of those real old, old-looking old books about like Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster and UFOs, and I was um, – showing them to him and I was telling him we can go online and, and we can look and I said some of these things they actually know more about now like they can where this picture came from or um, someone says that they faked this and that and uh, he he was interested and like I said we do watch some of these shows but now the, the show Emma was talking about we've seen and Jay just sits there and he just rips that apart he's like they're not even trying dad they're not well, then you know that they're not trying when you've got like a nine, ten-year-old kid sitting there going, nah, this is hocus. There was one thing they were testing about a UFO, and the idea was it could be um, like a paper lantern. And they tested it on a day with like 40-mile-an-hour winds. They're out there, and the microphones go that <laughs> while they're talking. Yeah. And everybody's leaning, and camera things are falling over, and they've got the paper lantern with the balloon. Oh. No, that's not how it worked at all. So that, like, you're letting it up in a hurricane. Why wouldn't you wait two days, do it in dry, you know, calm weather conditions and see what might happen? Yeah, every day is different though, isn't it? So you're going to get a different result every single yeah. day. But but like she said, it was, well, that must not be it because this single trial in unreasonable circumstances. Idiots. Is it? Well, there are a lot of people who, who think that way and maybe they don't do it. Maybe UFOs are not their thing, but... I, I heard, you know, uh, this candidate took money from orphans. I heard this person, like we were talking about the guy who uh, was in the picture in a Civil War or World War II reenactment. Like these things become so viral and people don't care to like think critically about it and be like, well, you know, maybe there's more to that story. Maybe it's maybe it's been photoshopped. Maybe it's these things. Yeah. They people really believe. It's such random stuff without questioning like they should. Wow, this is quite deep now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, uh, I, I know we're getting along here, but I, I did have something um, that came up that that is this kind of faux science that might actually be a good time to bring it up. I'll put it in the uh, 
chat room here, if I hit the right button, someone uh, someone has done some research about Facebook status updates. You know, okay. in a relationship, single, divorced, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, this guy claims he's he scanned over 10,000 status updates, which sounds like a lot. But over the course of a year... That's not a lot. That's 30 a day. So wow. it's not a very big data set. How many people they got on there? 500 million? Yeah, well... 30, yeah, 30 people a day is 10,000 over the course... Is it? No. Don't ask me. Yeah, that's 10,000 over the course of a year. So already, David and his team scanned over 10,000 status updates and set out to learn more about when people broke up. And this is what they learned. They made a whole chart out of it. And the chart looks real impressive. It, it goes up and down and... <laughs> you know, big spike here and low thing there. But now, thinking about it critically... Okay, so this only represents 30 people per day. So that drop of, you know, a big 10% drop, which visually is going to look dramatic or increase. You know, well, let's let's say there were 10 people who were single on a particular day. Yeah. And then it went to, uh, you know, 12. <laughs> well, that's a 20% increase. That's a spike. That's going to look real pronounced in the in the graph. But when you look at this and you're thinking, oh, on Facebook, they have this trend where, you know, it drops and spikes right around Valentine's Day, like right before and after. They claim that spring break, a whole bunch of people are like hooking up and... Uh, just after Christmas, a load of people just get divorced and stuff like that as well. Yeah, well, this is um, actually, it's showing when people change their status to... Uh, it says when people broke up. So I assume it's a measure of um, changes from in a relationship to single. So that's even misleading too because a lot of people aren't in a relationship. <laughs> so I don't know what they did with that. It's, but it's, faux, it's fake science. It's faux science here. And mm. it, it's this big chart and they have this thing like, well, look, April Fool's Day, there's a spike. That, that could be two people playing a joke. They show Mondays are uh, the most status changes of changing to single. People like to start the summer single. There's a big peak right before Christmas. But the lowest day of the whole year is Christmas Day. Again, if you're only checking 30 a day, maybe people aren't on Facebook Christmas Day, and that's why. No. But they went too cruel to, to uh, break up on Christmas. I'd imagine a lot of people off facebook christmas day they don't want to get anywhere near it because they're not at work a lot of people do it from work don't they there's a, a facebook there's a presentation of this on youtube that i haven't actually watched yet because um, this is one of the things i had seen and i looked at it a little bit and then was like well yeah and as i looked at it more closely it's like nah it's just rubbish but i i did save it for us to talk about in case it came up and and here it is so yeah. here, here's an example of this is something that people saw didn't discriminate you know ten thousand updates sounds like a big sample and uh you know they're running around with it you know saying this is um going to be an indicator 
you know, or, or that it's valid science. And maybe there are some things that are sort of true about it, but this represents that same kind of weak science that I was talking about. Yeah. Emma says they're not factoring in, you know, that people lie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And have you noticed some people when they do go from uh, boyfriend, girlfriend to single, then you get a whole list of people going, oh, no, oh, what's happened? Oh, I hope you're okay. And then a week later, they're all back together again. And, oh, that's the best news ever. And, oh, it's just rubbish. Just people trying to be dramatic for dramatic sake. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I I guess if I was younger and I was on Facebook and it's a big deal to go like, oh, I changed my status for you. But like at what point at what point in the relationship do you become Facebook status change worthy? Yeah, I'm glad I'm not going through that sort of situation. That's got to be a touchy God. thing. You know, like uh, Elton, I, I noticed your Facebook still says single. What's up with that? Yeah, why haven't you changed it? Or if you've broken up with someone, oh, so we have really broken up, you've changed it on Facebook, it's like the whole world's come to an end. But, you know, that too, like there has to be a whole bizarre dynamic of you can't go running off the phone or wherever you, you break up. How quickly do you have to change your Facebook status and how how fast is too fast? Yeah, that friends gag would have been a lot shorter as well, wouldn't it? We were on a break, but you didn't put it on Facebook. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Go on, give us some quotes from that then. From what? Oh, the... Uh... Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused now. You've, you've, you've puzzled me. Oh, okay. I thought you had I a like, you, list. I thought you were talking about a different thing. What, no, what no. are you actually talking about? I thought you had like a 20 list. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I, we were talking about friends. I was thinking of... Uh, I, I, for some reason, I was thinking of my botched attempt at, at uh, creating a Susie Bombast catalog. <laughs> that's, a, that's a topic for another day. Hey, you just perving over a French news reporter, weren't you? I, no, you know, it, it's because uh, like on this site, uh, it's all yes. these sites have these those ads. You know, I'm looking now. I get a free Kindle. You know, all these auctions for two cents a day and these things. And I always see the same girl, the same news girl, but with the, it's all photoshopped. And mm. uh, I didn't know what the story behind it was. And I didn't realize how easy it would be to find out the story, <laughs> but it's on, it's on like every page I go to. It's like her and that little thing. I'm like, all right, well, finally I just posted up, but yes, uh, I, I do have another article here. I'm going to hold off on, on actually putting the link up yet so that you can think of it, but here's a, a poll of 3000 people. Uh, and I believe they were actually in the UK. They were asked, the questions they either ask, are asked, or hear the most on a daily basis. And I do think that they were given a list of like 200 things and they had to pick off the ones that they they hear or not. I don't think that they were asked to just write down a bunch of random things. Okay. But uh, there were the 20 most commonly asked questions. So I'll give you a couple of examples. Like, are you hungry? Is number 17. Did you get my text? Is number 15. So, uh, I mean, is there any that you, you think are on there? I can ask, I can tell you that. And other, otherwise, I'll give you two and let you decide which ones are the. Bored. Ones Someone always types bored or I'm so poorly. Well, that's not a question. No, okay. <laughs> um, oh. Uh, 
I can't think of any at the moment. Well, what's the big question that always gets asked on Phineas and Ferb when the little girl comes up? Hey, Phineas. What you doing? That's number five on the list. Okay. Uh, going out? Uh, what are you up to? <laughs> it's kind of close to that. You know, all, all these can be improved by putting out of a window at anything, really. <laughs> I, I broke my TV. Out of a window! I don't know if that works or not. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll give you uh, the list here. Uh, number 20 is, what are you doing for lunch? Number 19 is, what are you watching? Number 18 is, how much is that? 17 is, are you hungry? 16 is, what are you having for dinner? Key, key part of that is you. Hmm. Because number one on the list is, what are we having for dinner? Oh, what's a load of guff? Would you like a cup of tea? Is number 10. Uh, what's the weather is 14. Did you get my email is 11. How was work is six. Uh, but you know, it's funny. What are you up to is number 13. What are you doing is number five. Mm, I, I think it's just algorithms picking up certain letters and making them bigger. I don't know. Not a gump, really. See, I I try and might make mine. If I haven't got anything slightly amusing to say, then I probably won't put it on there. I I don't go for the I'm bored or I'm so. Oh, fed these up. aren't these aren't Facebook updates. These are these are just quite like real life questions that people ask. Yeah. Oh. People are dull. People are so dull. <laughs> I did put on the uh, bombast page. A status update that I had found poking around all these sites, and it takes the the Old Spice commercial. Have you seen it? Where like, I'm a man. Open your hand now. Close it. Open it again. There's pearls in there. I'm on a horse. <laughs> Have you seen that commercial? I'm on a horse. <laughs> no, I haven't. No, but there's a title uh, well, for you, this. You please. definitely have to. Look, well, that's that's become a bit of a uh, cultural phenomenon, and so the, even so much so that Sesame Street did a parody of it. Oh, okay. So I have that on the, uh, I am a monster. Open your head. No, close it. Go up. Look down. I am on the left. No, I am on the right. I am a monster. So it's a little Grover thing like that. But then someone made a status update that was like that. So I I put that up there as well. Wicked. For people to go ahead and steal. But the key is you have to know the ad. Otherwise, you tend to read it in the wrong tone of voice. Yeah. The Sesame Street one will at least convey the message. Excellent. <laughs> yes, everyone go join the Facebook group. We've only got 75 likers, fans, friends, whatever it is. That's, that's not good enough. Need more. Need more! <laughs> well, uh, well, should we kind of draw the line here for today? We have uh, the holidays coming up, so... Yeah, might as well. Let's go for it. That's all you're getting until next year, I suppose. Live-wise. <laughs> Well, we have uh, hopes to do kind of a a year in review, but we'll do it in a non-conventional time. And yeah. it's not so much we have much to review, more of a – it'll be different in some way. Have you, have you got plans for that? My, I think I might review my plans for the review, year in review. Cool. So first I was thinking, well, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> but we have uh, – 
the Facebook page, which you should definitely look at if you are on Facebook. Uh, the Twitter accounts for Elton are Elton McManus, or I'm SHC1970. We have the official bombastpodcast.podbean.com page, which will have uh, show notes. We, we really try to get everything that we refer to out to you in some form. You may have to do a little bit of searching, though. Yeah. But even right. then, we try, like I said, with this midge pregnant Barbie, go find yourself a plastic baby. Uh, oh, that's that's going to be Thanksgiving coming up. Is, is that going to be our moral for today? Go find yourself a plastic baby. Yeah, that's good enough for me. <laughs> All right. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of things we've talked about before. We, we try not to, to overly discuss them again, but uh, while you guys were talking about. The, the different conspiracy theories and, and cryptozoology shows. I put a few links in the Ustream chat room about uh, Justin TV. Oh, yeah. We talked about that once before. I mean, that's that's a great resource for 24-7 broadcasts of all different kinds of shows. You know, and, and it's, uh, it's always on. <laughs> yeah. I directed someone there about the boxing at the weekend, so I, I think they managed to end up watching the boxing which was good. Well, they saved 16 quid for a load of crap that was on TV. <laughs> I think it's hit or miss with those kind of with sporting events because some things do get blocked out. But if you if you're a fan of a particular show or genre, I mean, yeah, you could go on Netflix or you can go on Hulu or or uh, might have a DVD. But if you like that kind of random element of, of what comes next, I know there's a channel right now of um, Warner Brothers and Marvel, D- DC and Marvel superhero cartoons. There's, cool. uh, you know, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, all those kind of things. Uh, there was a Happy Days Laverne and Shirley channel the other day. It's just, just random stuff. It's all legal, and you know, you don't your password or anything. You just click on the link and watch. Yeah, eye candies. No candy for your eyes. That's why I see it. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you got any other stories that you want, either stick them on the Facebook page or you can email them to us at bombastpodcast at gmail.com and hey we'll read them out in the letters section that'll be wicked so <laughs> enjoy yourself guys yes uh, and make sure you do check out that um, independent video game we'll try to get a review and, and our thoughts about it yeah soon oh yeah I'll, I'll try that now actually alright then guys well thank you very much thanks oh. for visiting uh, chat room folks Yes, you're all wonderful, each and every one of you. And I'll I'll catch you later. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.